Everyone feels the anticipation and excitement before a wedding, and planning starts way ahead of time, especially when it comes to what to wear. Whether you're going to be a groom, in a wedding party, or a lucky guest, everyone wants to look their best. With an Indochino custom-fitted suit, you'll look great, feel confident, and enjoy the big day without fussing over your clothes. Choose every detail of a suit, shirt, or dinner jacket at prices that might surprise you for fully custom pieces. Every Indochino suit is made to your exact measurements, and you can customize every detail for a suit that fits you and your style perfectly. Down to fabric, lapel shape, custom monogram, statement linings, and more. Suits start at just $4.29 and shirts from $89. If you've got a big day coming up, perfect your look with Indochino. Get $50 off a purchase of $3.99 or more with code BIGDAY at Indochino.com. That's code BIGDAY for $50 off $3.99 or more at INDOCHINO.com. Download the BetMGM Sports app and place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA playoff game to win $200 in free bets if either team hits a three-pointer. Use code CHAMPION200. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Hi there, this is Jim the Keys bartender coming to you from Key Largo. It is Thursday, what is it, the 13th? And once again, it's another hot day here. We, uh, uh, the weather's fine, it's dry, we have some thunderstorms coming in, and uh, there's not much to say about it. You know, we have a nice... uh, Actually, it's kind of quiet here. The weekends are kind of busy. Uh, where I met some really nice people that uh, just recently moved into the neighborhood, and they were told uh, by some of their neighbors that we were a good place uh, to go. So I'd like to say uh, welcome to uh, Scott and Kayla. They're uh, they lived on the mainland, but they bought a house down here, down. Um, in Key Largo, and we welcome them. Uh, also, we have a lot of listeners. I have a, a bunch of downloads from Bucharest, Romania, and Helsinki, Finland, which um, I don't know what that that's all about, but that's very interesting. So we just keep it up, guys. Um, I imagine it's quite nice right now in uh both those places uh, maybe a little warm in Bucharest, Romania, summertime, but Helsinki's way up north, so maybe I don't know what we're looking at. Probably 28 degrees centigrade or something like that, you know, because you're in Europe, they're all different. And I wish we were over now, um, over there now, ex- experiencing the cooler weather. So I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be talking about COVID 19 today. I'm going to be talking about cleaning house. Um, just recently, I don't know if you're a avid listener of the show, you'll know that I had a push mower, uh, just a human-powered grass push mower, one of those roadie mowers, mowers. And down here, pushing that, 
in the, the you know the the hell, sweltering heat. I'd have to sit down like two or three times in order to get uh, part of the lawn done. I thought I was smart. I was smart when I bought it because I thought I was smart because I'd be getting uh, something that was quiet and I'd get some exercise. But then I'd also realize that I didn't want to be, um, I didn't want to have that as my obit guy dies mowing lawn from heat prostration. So I made a step and I bought a electric powered lawnmower, one of the ones that take battery packs. And another reason why I had to push mowers so I didn't have to worry about bothering my neighbors. So I could do it anytime. And I really don't like the sound of uh, lawnmowers myself. So I got these I bought off on Amazon and that sucker took me about a quarter of the time as it would normally take uh, to do the lawn with the push mower and I wasn't nearly as hot and left over. I actually only finished half the drink I had. I had the club soda. So it left me with one of those push mowers and everyone uh, would drive down the street when they see me pushing that mower around and he kind of slow down and say, what is the guy pushing on his lawn? It looked like maybe uh, maybe people thought I was dropping seeds or doing something. But a lot of people never have seen a, uh, a human using a, a rotary mower, at least in this part of uh, in the 21st century. So I ended up ordering for Amazon getting the, uh, this mower, and it worked great. And you heard that. So it left me with the thing, how do I get rid of the push mower? Who the hell is crazy enough to get a hold of a push mower? So I went to the Modern Yard Sale, Facebook. I took a picture and also emptied out a couple other items, you know, uh, that at one time I rented baby equipment to vacationers. That's like cribs, pack and place and stuff like that. So I was emptying that out. I got rid of one of my folding cribs, a cot that is sealed in a bag uh, a, a baby uh, bath chair uh, and a folding crib and I put it on Facebook and so that's the new I, and I put free and I put the address so what happened you know I'm thinking I just had the lawnmower I put it I take everything out I put it in the front on the street to get and then I took a picture of the items I listed what they were I said it was free I put the address there and what I started getting was I'm uh, I got first message I get listen we'd like to get a hold of some of that equipment but we can't pick it up now could you set it aside could you set it aside so we could pick up later so I guess they don't really get the ideas why I put it alongside the road and post it on Facebook. I didn't want any questions. I just come and get it. The stuff's good. I said, you know, I just put it out. And there it is. And then also got the... Um, so with the push mower, some someone called up and they asked if I had a truck and they wanted it delivered. A free item delivered to their house, which who wouldn't? 
I guess in this day and age when you got Facebook, you know, they have people are getting messages that you won a Facebook lottery, you know, you have to do, you know, just send, yeah, just send me the money. I just, could you deliver it to my house? That'd be great. You know, and so the same person asked if I had a truck and I'm like, uh, I'm not even responding to this. And they're asking for my address where the address is posted in the listing. And then the final item was for the mower. The person asked, does it work? Does the mower work? And, you know, I wouldn't necessarily put something out alongside a road for someone to pick up if it didn't work. I know people don't really, you know, now I like that. Maybe they just put junk on alongside a road. But what I do is I put it in nice, presentable fashion so when someone picks it up, it's ready to go. So it's a push mower. So this, I said to the person, you do realize it's a human-powered push mower. So if the human works, the push mower will work. And they say, okay. And then they they asked me how far I was. And I said, well, I'm sorry. I thought I posted it in there. And I didn't mean that sarcastically. And I went back and there it was. Rest assured, there was the address. So it's kind of interesting that even with all the advances we had with Facebook, I mean, it's as if you had a yard sale and someone came to your yard sale and wanted to buy some equipment from you. Let's say if you had uh, some uh, weight training equipment or something and they said, well, this is kind of heavy. I don't have room in my car. Do you have a truck? Maybe you can drive it there. I just bought it for $5. Yeah, they want you to deliver it too. Now, in this case, it's free. Uh, I mean, it's interesting when, you, when you're giving something away. Sometimes people do ask, and I've seen it in the past, they ask if you could deliver it to them. If I was going to deliver it, I would just drop it off at the uh, Salvation Army or Habitat for Humanity. What's what? I I'm not trying to be crass. I'm trying to be, you know, this is good equipment. Come and pick it up. That's the job. And I understand some people are needy and things like that. And I get that, but they do have time to, you know, be on Facebook looking for things. And then you also have a group of people out there that just. Uh, they will take. They will pick it up and probably put it up for resale. So, I don't know where necessarily we're going uh, with society. If you consider, you know, ten years ago or twelve years ago, I remember a friend of mine asked. I was getting rid of something, and they said, "Oh, if you need to get rid of something, just put it on curbs." Uh, Craigslist curbside pickup and Craigslist I guess I don't even know if it exists anymore but you had a listing for every township and you put in uh, you know you put a item and you put the picture of it and you know someone within an hour or two people will come and have it picked up what I did in Facebook I posted all these yard sale uh groups on Facebook so I hit 
all the keys and the upper keys and Isle Murata and and I, I thought because I said free that it would people wouldn't necessarily call and ask questions because of something I as a salesperson uh, if you're selling something for money yes you have to give out the features and stuff but if you're giving something away I understand it's if something's broken why would you want it uh, you know you could you might be able to fix it but the things we have aren't broken the things I'm giving away aren't they're there and I don't I don't feel the need that I have to answer any questions with that because hence posting a picture of it listing the name the name of each item cot folding crib push mower and address and that's all the information you need I was a little confused when I got the phone calls so perhaps maybe in the future I can uh, come up with another type of description where I can put it with the item and say listen this it is what it is. It's there to be picked up. There's no negotiating because it's free. You know, some places you have to even put a dollar down or something like for sale, one dollar. That's why I always hated the yard sale item when you would did the old uh, yard sale when someone would come up and negotiate for an item that's already low priced as if you went to the dollar menu at McDonald's and said yes I realize these cheeseburgers are one dollar I'd like to get them for 50 cents I mean I understand the idea that people think that everything's negotiable but when it's zero the only negotiating for delivery and special treatment and moving things putting things back and then bringing them out for somebody sounds a lot like almost saying hey I know it's free how about we'll take it off your hands and $20 meaning give us $20 we'll take it off your hands and we'll take that item otherwise that's called garbage and garbage you just take right to the dump and you pay for it which I could have done. No problem. Take all my stuff. Boom, 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 drive up to the, you know, up north of Key Largo. They have a, a, a public dump, and all you have to do is you drive. If you've any listeners, if you've never been here, at least in the United States, you you drive your vehicle with everything you're going to dump in it, whether it's a truck or a trailer or something, and it gets weighed. You go and dump it. You separate it as well as you can. And then you come back and you park on the uh, scale again with your vehicle. And the difference, I wouldn't necessarily make sure you don't use the bathroom while you're there because you'll get charged for that too because obviously you'll be that much lighter. So it, it would just charge you the difference due to subtraction on the weight. You'd have to pay, what, $3, $4. To do it plus you know that's all it costs you I mean 
I don't like being wasteful. I don't just throw things out. I like, if it's in good condition, I like someone to have it. But there's such a thing as being overly... Um, I'm searching for the word. To be overly... Gosh. I, this is a bitch. I, this is why it makes me think I, I might have early onset dementia or maybe just the right time dementia um, being overly accommodating. So, oh yeah, of course, I'll drop it off. Yeah, do you want me to set it up when I go there? Now, I'll do that for a friend. Hey, listen, I have this. I'll take it and I'll drop it off and stuff. But if I'm giving something to you, I do expect you to pick it up. You know? So, that is that. And it's an interesting phenomenon. So we're going to take a break now, and I'll be back in a moment. Thank you. Okay, we're back, and um, you heard about my travails of trying to get rid of good items I've had, and but it's not a real travail, I mean, or hardship. But it's interesting how people would ask you for a favor when you're actually doing them a favor when you give them something for free. Uh, on another thing is Key's Bartender Show and I do appreciate all the downloads from places like Helsinki um, Finland Bucharest, Romania uh, and all the India I think I'm getting India and I'm just wondering I do understand at this point now that Washington, Virginia either um, there was several downloads from that so I don't, I'm not necessarily sure if it's a company, a podcasting company that's just uploading episodes or not. But it's interesting how we do get um, the download show up. And with the tools that you have with a podcast, you have statistics telling you where um, the device was that it was downloaded in, whether it's downloaded to someone's hard drive or to a um, it's always downloaded to a hard drive, really, I guess, or downloaded to a smartphone, a Chromebook, or item, and it breaks it down to all those items, what service it went with, whether it went with Pod, let's say, um, with iTunes, with Spotify, iHeartRadio, and it breaks that down, and supposedly I'm I think I'm supposed to get demographics, but I haven't figured out how to use that yet, so I find it, I with a podcasting people say how do you know how many people are listening um, I don't necessarily know because I actually have a production company that has access to my shows and we haven't been working really closely recently uh, since COVID-19 and prior to that we we stopped uh, interacting but I think they still have access to my feed and they they have uh, access to the show so we're going to have to talk about what um, how many how many people actually listen to it so I think if we're about 5,000 a month 5,000 listeners a month which isn't too too bad it's a lot larger than before and it, it looks like we're having another jump with that and we know I Bucharest, Bucharest, Romania. I understand Finland. There's a lot of probably English speakers there because 
with Finnish, you know, what would your second language be if you, if especially with COVID-19, you start have to, you know, you start running out of Netflix and all, all this other stuff, and then you want to start working out. So what's the next logical, uh, I think, would with stay-at-home places when th- there was an outbreak, I think people uh, had a certain amount of time. They went through everything they could access in entertainment. They started doing uh, new hobbies, baking, working out, things like that. And they're just running out of sources of entertainment. I mean, movies aren't there. There's no no new Hollywood releases. There could be other ones from other parts of the world, um, perhaps. But right now, uh, may, maybe people are looking for this uh, media right here, the podcast. And maybe that's the reason why I get... I get currently it's about 40 to 50 percent of the listeners are from Florida or South Florida in the Keys and then the rest are from the rest of the United States or other parts of the world just uh, like Washington Virginia when I say Washington Virginia I don't mean Washington DC <clears throat> and I thought for some reason that uh, I have it's not an obsessed fan because I rarely get any messages from them. I don't know if I'm posting correctly. If you really want to contact me, my email is jim at keysbartender.com. I haven't really heard anybody. I've gotten interviews on the show, but I've introduced on a live program. So we're going to be doing a live talk, a call-in show every uh, Tuesday at 1 p.m. <clears throat> Rain or shine. We're going to be doing well, and maybe not this week. I don't know if we're going to be in. Uh, I am going on a trip vacation this week. I probably, if we are stopped, I'll do a short one. And uh, but my intention is to have a live call and show 1 p.m. every Tuesday, and I will submit a number for that. So if I do, I get at least two, sometimes more people listening live. But unless you do that the same day every week week in and week out you'll never build up an audience that's the way I see it so with me I'm always looking for content I, I need content for my show and a lot of it I get through interaction with patrons that come into the restaurant I get interesting concepts and things like that like the new like I said the new phenomenon of foregoing yard sales people not doing yard sales they just put the item up for sale in uh, Facebook marketplace and I'm sure there's another uh, there's a I saw a couple other uh, places that uh, uh, you know uh, apps where they would sell things but Facebook seems to come up with the more since people are on their platform already and they're members of Facebook, why would people join another app in order to sell their stuff? Just like ebooks or uh, the one where they bid on everything, such like that. So here we are developing, and what I found is like on Netflix, they're starting to introduce the if you after you go through all the um, Hollywood content and in the United States there's English there was uh, a whole bunch of English shows that people binge watch because 
you know, there was only a certain amount of American shows out there. So you had the English shows, then you have Australia, and you have this, and now we have. Uh, I, my speculation is that the foreign uh, cinema is not too far behind. We're going to be starting to watch uh, TV shows dubbed in English uh, from Korea or France and things like that because there is only so much content out there for people to watch on these streaming services. Yesterday, I watched a Korean movie called My Way. Now, once I saw the title, I thought it was based on a Frank Sinatra song. There was a a song of his called My Way, and it may have been an autobiography of Frank Sinatra too. But what it was, it was a story about a Korean guy pre-World War II. And in the 1930s, he became a marathon uh, runner. And he uh, was in Japanese occupied Korea and all of Korea was occupied by uh, Japan as well as Manchuria and other places I don't think the rest of Indochina fell until after Pearl Harbor but in the mid to late 30s um, Japan was uh, created the coast uh, Asian coast prosperity sphere under the guy, uh, it was under the guise of Asian uh, a business cooperative when it was really a military occupation. <clears throat> and this young Korean guy gets inducted into the Japanese army and he goes to fight in northern Mongolia. In Mongolia. And the Japanese in Mongolia, eventually, the um, Japanese. Uh, Imperial Army came in contact with the Soviets and other in the Far East, and uh, that was the first. I think the Japanese first experiences of of wholesale losses when they were started contacting the Soviets in the Far East. So this Korean gentleman who's a runner, and the whole time, every time he's in whatever, like when he's in the Japanese Army, he's running around and uh, you know training <clears throat> and eventually when they were uh, I'm not going to give the whole thing away but what the boiling point that it boils down to is he fought for the Japanese and was captured by the Soviets ended up in the Soviet camp and then uh, fought for the Soviets in on their western border which was the eastern front for the Axis and he got uh, captured by the Germans and as a German prisoner they uh, inducted him into foreign born member of the German army and was set to the western front to to northern France to uh, Normandy and he was in Normandy the time of the invasion by the Allies. This June 6, 1944, if I remember correctly, with my knowledge of history. And he, uh, I, 
and then he ended up being captured. So the day of there is, uh, it's based on a true story. So when it's inspired by a true story or based on a true story, uh, there's the, the, the essential service. I had written, uh, the essential message was there was a Korean guy who had fought in three different armies, uh, owned and the Soviets being the only allied ones and uh, it was unembellished because he at sometimes he did shoot American soldiers and he he, he shot Russians he may have shot Russian soldiers shot at uh, German soldiers but they inducted him into their armies subsequently the only soldiers he didn't shoot were uh, Japanese who had invaded his country hmm kind of ironic he fought almost everyone in uh, World War II except for the occupiers of his homeland but I found it an interesting movie and you see and you find these things on Netflix Uh, and you got to be careful with the spotty history because they do just think of it there's events occur we know that D-Day did happen and we did know that American soldiers, and it's recorded, American soldiers did capture uh, people in German uniform. Who uh, they've ca- captured Poles, Danish, uh, all uh, people from occupied territories and prisoners. I'm sure there were Russians in um, German uniform. Almost every country that they've occupied, I bet there were people in those uniforms. The Americans are the, one of the few forces that didn't use at that time um, people that conquered in their uh, uniforms. Now you can question whether the you know, American Indians served in U.S. Uh, forces and they you know, served as wind talkers and things like that. You, yes, that's a good argument. Well, what I'm suggesting is that it was a unique it's a unique story that you would find these people on the western front and they were just like how in the hell did you end up how many miles is that 10,000 miles away because Korea is in the far eastern part of the Asian uh, landmass, and Korea is way up there at the top um, of China and the, the Korean border, uh, the north northern Korean North Korea's border abuts China, and it's not too far from what um, the Soviet um, former well former Soviet territories to north of that. So yes, it's very interesting. And also, uh, what was another show I, on Hulu? There's a show, but this is not going to be endemic of me being more uh, gets exposed to uh, foreign shows but The Handmaid's Tale uh, Margaret Atwell's uh, novel of 1985 about a dystopian dystopian, uh, present where uh, the United States has been taken over by a Christian fundamentalist sect and be renamed Gilead and it is a theocracy uh, a male dominated 
uh, theocracy where women aren't allowed to read and there's levels of people in the society where you have uh, uh, handmaids, you have Marthas, you have aunties, they call them, and things like that. And you have the, the men that run Gilead are called commanders, and then you have guardians who are the soldiers and things like that. So it's an interesting story. It's in a third se- uh, third season. They got a fourth season that was suspended by COVID-19. And I strongly urge people to watch that. Uh, I I found it very difficult to follow it because this it was a Christian fundamentalist group, but it was also environmental in its outlook. And if you ever run by any of these Christian these militant Christian fundamentalist groups, they more, they're more the, uh, they're not environmentalists, they're more dominionist, meaning you could do whatever you want. You could kill as many animals as you want. You could burn as much fossil fuels because God gave them the earth to subdue. So it really didn't matter uh, what they do with it. So you know, rarely see any Christian fundamentalist groups become environmentalists, but they're using electric cars and stuff like that, and they're cleaning up the water everything uh, which is I I think it was I don't know why they would have changed the story if that's not uh, wasn't I didn't read the book but I did see the movie in 19 I think it was made in 1986 Robert Duvall was in it and they were pretty much just Christian fundamentalists at that time in the movie but in this story, they're kind of interesting. And they're very brutal. They're almost like uh, the Saudi Arabians with the kind of uh, rules, that, you know, cutting off people's hands and and stoning people to death and hanging them and, you know, shooting them in the head and stuff like that. Um, it's not necessarily for light, light uh, entertainment, but it is compelling entertainment. And I, you know, unlike this show, I don't know if we're compelling. So for now, I don't know if I'm going to be doing a later show, but I do like to thank you for listening. I'd like to thank uh, people all around the world, Helsinki, Finland, Bucharest, India. Uh, oh, I, I saw the United Kingdom, France. Uh, if you're, I apologize if you're trying to learn English because you're not going to be learning the, the most correct English from me because I have, I don't necessarily have the most the strongest grasp of the English language and I may have heard that I have a smattering understanding of uh, Spanish and French French more so than Spanish and then Polish but uh, as you can tell by my English you can see that would probably be a, a difficult follow for people if they were heard me speaking French or Spanish I mean, you could tell my uh, Spanish language co workers, they probably could tell you a, a, a thing or two about how I command the Spanish language. I like to uh, welcome anybody uh, who comes down at Keys, come down and see me at the Catch Restaurant in Key Largo. And if you do like the show, please try to listen to the live show at 1 p.m. on Tuesday. Inform me if there's a better time for that. You know, if there's a better time, if I can get at least one person to listen on a regular basis and call in, 
at a time I'll probably have to I've been opening up I have not had one call in yet even though I established a number on Skype but I'm going to keep on doing it I have as if you are a follower of the show and you've listened to previous episodes I have no shame I am shameless meaning I'll keep on doing it I don't have a sponsor now a real sponsor yet but uh, I don't have to really I, I don't have any obedience to any any group or any sponsor right now. That's why you'll hear me get really political about things. Oh, and recently, I didn't really discuss. I'd like to, before I sign off, I'd like to congratulate uh, Joe Biden for picking an excellent running mate, Kamala Harris. Uh, there's a lot of people that don't uh, like her. They call her all sorts of names and things like that, but I think she's uh, a tough customer and a, a brilliant uh, politician and uh, be a very strong candidate and I think they're going to have a tough time with that and if uh, all goes well on November 3rd, November 4th we, we should know uh, that uh, America may be back to its own uh, trajectory of more freedom, not less freedom. Okay? And that the um, the media isn't the enemy of the people and the government's here to serve the people, not the other way around. And that we don't have oligarchs you know, enriching themselves and lying to us and putting bogus arguments up for why they deal with foreign powers or adversaries who uh, give information who who are meddling in with our uh, or meddling in our electoral system and uh, hopefully we will we will see better days coming soon and uh, I probably if you don't really like politics you're not going to probably like the next couple months coming up because as the election goes we're going to do that and the, the keys are a battleground just as many just as any other place uh, we're part of Florida I hope that we can get uh, the keys to uh, go uh, democratic this time around and maybe Florida and that uh, we're on the right side of history once again, thank you for listening. Uh, share with a friend. Become a subscriber. Uh, as much as you be an ad- advocate for the show, because the more listeners we have, if you think there is a message here for people, um, spread it around. People over like-minded. And uh, I'll be back. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. Let's get the music going, huh? Let's see. Yep, here it goes. Did I? I don't know if you hear it right now. I don't hear it. But we'll see.